Everybody, everybody, you're never gonna guess. It's Leslie. Leslie's here. What if they wanted to guess? No, they. It's on the episode description. They already know. Oh, not surprise. It's me. I've been Let's, here before. So Leslie, um, I'm breaking format a little bit because everybody already knows who you are, but they don't know who you're playing. So, can you briefly describe who you are playing today? Because it's not anybody we've met before. It is not. You will be meeting my colonist entrepreneur, Eucrissa Vrelar. She is an human. She is a big burly lady who sells treats and uh, food off of her cart on Coruscant. Yes, and we'll get to what that food is in just a minute. Um, in fact, let's get to it right now. Boom. Lunchtime. It's very, very busy, as it has been for the last month, at the Bantha Bay Landing Structure. Bantha Bay Landing Structure in this quadrant and sector of Coruscant is, of course, one of the multitudinous landing structures in the multitudinous spaceports. Bantha Bay is um, right now serving as a refugee transport ship uh, loading station operated by the New Republic. The people here are the ones who cannot afford to pay for private transport off-world, but um, have managed to win the lottery that the New Republic has put forward, where citizens are randomly selected and then allowed to get in line and make their way off-world as starships allow. Unsurprising to anyone, the system does not operate smoothly. Ideally, you would be notified that you uh, were selected by the lottery, you'd have a couple of days to get your affairs in order, you would show up with your ticket and your boarding pass and slip right onto the ship and off you go. But the reality is that people sometimes wait days, weeks, having already been told that they had a spot to go, but then they didn't really have a spot to go, but they've already gotten into their housing or don't have rooms in the local hotels. And so a lot of people end up sleeping in the spaceport, making makeshift tents. Um, just, it's a mess. It is an evacuation mess. But it's also an excellent business opportunity. The Beings gotta eat. That's how it goes, right? Yeah. Bantha Bay is in your neighborhood. It's always been in your neighborhood, and you've sold here before. But these days, you tend to spend more time in the Bantha Bay landing structure than you do in your old haunts of the different, um, you know, uh, businesses and thoroughfares. Because there's just a lot of people over here. Um, and people know who you are. And so, you know, you're kind of a, you're kind of a little bit of a comfort. So tell me, tell me about this, what it is that you're bringing and what it is that you're bringing it in. Okay, so you're, you're going to picture kind of like the traditional uh, city pretzel or hot dog vendor you get that 
like two and a half by four kind of metal cart only on repulsors because Star Wars. And it's got a little kind of awning over top of it with a, a hollow sign that says Queen of Salt and Sweetness, where she sells hum sticks, which are effectively uh, globs of sticky rice and egg on sticks dipped in various toppings. So you can have savory or you can have sweet. She also sells a variety of calf, water, hydrating juice-flavored liquids, and maybe the occasional weird thing for the less humanoid figures. And um, how long, well, what's it called? And then um, how long have you been running this operation? Well, she has been selling humsticks uh, from the ground up, effectively, probably for about nearing... 10 years, uh, about since her, her littlest one was old enough to go to a sort of all-day educational facility so she was able to escape the household again. Uh, uh-huh. Then, you know, when you start off with one of those kind of cigarette girl trays and then you just, as funds come, upgrade. So now you have the shiny cart with the hollow sign, you know, Queen of Salt and Sweetness, and the locals, some of them know her as Queen V because she's been around forever and she has her little territory, her kingdom, as it were. And so has this been a, a boon to business or is it just sort of things kind of going the way they have always gone, it's just slightly different direction? I think with the advent of the chaos... There's been an uptick in business, not always uh, pleasantly, because when people are stressed, they're not always good customers. But it's been more finance than she has had in recent years, probably, because it's just more consistent and more volume. And she's, she's currently trying to save up because, you know, The lottery might happen, the lottery might not, but she'd like to get her her youngest off the planet, just in case. And uh, how many children are we talking? She has a pair of twins in their 20s who are off doing a courier business in their own ship. You know, force only knows where. And she has a 15-year-old who is reluctantly still attending educational facilities on planet. Okay, so it is, like I said, about lunchtime. And you are making your way through the multitudinous, it's a big word that's going to be used a lot. I mean, it is Coruscant. Um, people, you're doing brisk business and you're doing it in your territory. I mean, there's not rules for this sort of thing, but there is sort of a code of honor amongst street um, salespeople. There's an etiquette. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're selling similar things, you stick to your area, you know? Like, you've got the, you've got the whole, um, you got this whole stick, savory, sweet thing going. You know, if, if someone's going to sell some ice cream, yeah, fine, we can, we can go through the same territory. But if you're selling something warm or, you know, somewhat meal-like, you better, like... You know, there there had better be some some distance, some understanding here. And right now, as you're looking down the line of the Bantha Bay um, 
promenade, you see a cart that you've seen before. And you were assured you would not see again. You see, down two levels from where you live, uh, there is a very famous restaurant called Sumire's Sumptuous Summer Simmers, which is a soup restaurant. Kind of famous. Like, not four-star, you know, luxury accommodations, but it's one of those, like, local restaurants that gets featured on a hollow special somewhere and then people will go to that area of Coruscant specifically to go try the food type of deal um, there's a bunch of pictures on the walls of different celebrities and politicians and people who have come in to eat there and um, you know they they made they had a good business going you and uh, Sumire actually had a collaboration at one point um, when when she was sort of dipping her toes into the street vending, uh, you know, portion of the business where she had made a very special broth that, that worked really well with your food. And so like she provided the broth and then they sold it on the side and it was like a, you know, a special, special collaboration event. Um, and, and it it had done well for both of you. And you thought, you know, two women in their middle age making their way in the galaxy. And then, there's been a cart, a cart selling cup of noodles called Sumire Speedy Sips that's been invading your territory. Now listen, like I said, you know Sumire, you, you, you went down there, you had a conversation, you said, hey, listen, I know you're not into, you're not, you don't know the etiquette, you don't know the rules, like, this is kind of my spot, you know, I wish you wouldn't go in my spot, and, and she assured you that her son, Saburo, who, um, you know, was is the one operating the cart, said, she said, oh, you know, he doesn't know these things. I'm so sorry. It won't happen again. And yet, there he is, clearly in your territory, and he keeps looking towards you with the most nervous, stricken expression a teenage boy can have. Say his name one more time for me. Saburo, S-A-B-U-R-O. You can pronounce it regular style. I probably will because I will forget how to say it. That's fine. I'm probably not saying it right either. You're just saying it fancy-like. All right, uh, Krissa will make her way in that general uh, in that general direction. You know, selling stuff along the way, greeting people. You know, throw a casual salute to the guards that she might see offer drinks as need be, you know, just business Mm -hmm. as usual in a specific direction. Yeah. And and Saburo is, is like trying to get away. He realizes you're on on an intercept course, but uh, he's been slowed down because there's a very elderly authorian who um, just keeps changing his mind on what he wants and so he tries to move a little bit, but then he feels bad because the authorian can't really keep up. And and uh, before he knows it, by the time he has sold the authorian his soup, he's cornered. Uh, um, hello. How's it going? Good morning, Saburo. I can't help but notice you're where you shouldn't be. Again. Uh, I am not 
I'm not sure what you're talking about. I'm just, uh, you know, my mom told me to come out here and sell some of our, our cup of noodle soup, you know, uh, doing our part for the refugees. Saburo, did she tell you to come uh-huh. here? Um, uh, I don't remember. I see. Did you perhaps pick up this particular path independently? Wandering, as it were. Uh, uh, um, I, I don't, I don't know what the problem is here. I, I mean, there's, uh, we have our license, so we're allowed to sell uh, wherever we want. Um, and so, you know, I just thought I could sell over here. That's very true, sweetie. Uh, you have a customer. You should, you should attend to that. I'll be here. Uh, uh, okay. He, he very <laughs> nervous. Uh, actually, roll me something. Roll. Well, I don't know. I think I. I think I think I think Saburo needs to uh, roll cool. <laughs> She's just <laughs> talking discipline. at him. I know, but you're very intimidating. I feel like he has to. What um, What is Saburo, your... by the way? Oh, he's a he's, he's a also human. human. Okay. Yeah, he's uh. 16 or 17, you can't quite remember. Generic middle teenage uh, kind of not not adult, but not really a kid. Yeah, I mean, um, he and your daughter know each other, but you can't, you don't know, you don't know his exact age off the top of your head. Um, gosh, what would this be? So it'd be two green. Um, what's your presence? Four. Oh, geez, that's perfect. She will also turn Four and address purple. customers while this is going on. Okay, so it's uh, two green against four purple and a black for this just the general chaos. Oh, actually, before I roll this, would you please roll the force dice f to generate the destiny pool? It will be three of them, please. Roll! Yeah! One light, three dark. Yeah, go me. All right, roll two green against four purple, one black. Uh, guess what? Failure and a threat. Uh, his hands are visibly shaking <laughs> as he and spills soup all over the place. Um, you know, on his own hands, all over the cart. The the um, Rodian who is waiting for the order kind of gets a couple of napkins off the cart in anticipation that the cup is going to be wet, and then uh, the customer walks on by. Um, well, anyway, um, you know, uh, g good luck sell selling today. I'll, I'll just go that way, I think. Are you doing okay, sweetie? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Um, you know, I just think, um, I don't think anybody over here wants any soup. They don't look like soup eaters. I want soup. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Um, I'm going that way, so... If you want soup, you'll have to go that way. Take your time, sweetie. Don't rush. You don't want to spill anything. Right. Uh, hey, um... Uh, how How's Zedra? Well, aside from failing fourth period and thusly being at home until she improves that quite well. That... Oh, that, that's good. Um, maybe tell, tell her I, I said hi? I'm sure that I can do that. I'm also sure that oh, you can okay. do that, depending on how well your sales go. But but some somewhere else, right? Like some some 
Right. Okay. I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go. He starts right over there. <laughs> Stay safe now. Very, very rapidly moving away. And behind you, you hear, <laughs> oh, Grissa. Oh, you know, that kid's going to have a heart attack. And you turn around to see Quaza, who is a Toydarian friend of yours. Um, Quaza, I mean, look, you're you're well known through the community, right? You're a community kind mm -hmm. of person. Quaza, also well known in the community, kind of a busybody. Um, if you ask him what he does, he describes himself as a community leader. But um, you know, nobody's really sure how he gets his money. He does live in the neighborhood, but he never seems to go to work, but he's probably not a criminal. Like, no one's really sure where he gets his money. Anyway, he, he's a friend and he's a busybody and he's currently laughing at the teenage boy that you have uh, frightened to death in the middle of the road. I fail to see why I'm nothing but kind to him. <laughs> well, you're a little intimidating, but of course all of us Corsanti are, you know? You have to know where you stand. That's true. That is so true. You gotta know where you stand in the packing order, right? Something like that. What you need, Quaza? Hungry? Ah. <laughs> Actually, it's not what I need. It's what you need. He uh, looks around, left and right, left and right, flutters a little bit closer. She does the same thing without the fluttering. She does a look... Left, right, left, right, lean. <laughs> There's a shipment of blue paprika that somebody's trying to offload. Now, this catches your attention because the New Republic, in their infinite wisdom, trying to get everybody off the planet because, for some reason, a large portion of the population does not believe that the planet is going to explode, has put an embargo on a lot of things. Basically trying to make anybody with wealth sort of live a little more uncomfortably. Maybe motivate them to get off world. So they, they could have put an embargo on luxury items. Spices, Yeah, that's exactly instance. what they did. Well, yes. Hmm. Well, in particular, spice as in the drug. However, the law hastily written by a, uh, you know, very... What's the word for it? Um harried senate uh didn't really specify so actually there have been a number of legitimate cooking spices that have been accidentally added to the embargo list and uh the new republic people have been cracking down on it very hard even though it makes zero sense this is what happens when and people even who only eat beige food make food rules <laughs> and so Blue paprika is one of the ingredients that is uh, stars in your savory. Um, why can I keep? Why do I keep forgetting what these things are called? Humsticks. Humsticks. That's right. In your savory humsticks, this is like one of your the biggest sellers. Is the blue the blue paprika, or or paprika? Apparently, the British say paprika, which I don't understand. Adam, explain that one to me. Um, and so, it's been in short supply. Do you have any left? She probably has, like, one of those little pepper tin shakers. Uh -huh. And 
Consequently, the um, what's what's a good Star Warsy sounding thing? The, the, the hyperspace humstick, which mm. features the blue paprika uh, as part of its proprietary spice blend, has become an off-menu request only, and it is more expensive. Ah. But she would love to be able to extend the life of this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so you say you know this, and I'm sure yeah. you don't have the ability to tell me how you know this, Quaza. You just... He shrugs. Heard it. You know how it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You gotta know how you stand, and you gotta know how others stand. Listen, I like you, Krista, all right? So I'm giving you this tip for free, okay? Also, Sumire kind of pissed me off, so I'm trying to get back at her. She does that, yes. You know, did you know she... You know, she's she's been uh, intermixing her blue paprika with azure saffron. I wondered about that flavor. Yeah, well... Her, her, her usual customers are starting to pick up on it, and they ain't so happy. I told her. Scarcity drives the prices up. Just let them get it. Smaller doses. Save yourself the trouble of being discovered. But, Quaza, there's information you have as of yet left out of this conversation. Okay, listen. Okay, uh, look. This guy's trying to unload it, and he's trying to unload it quick, all right? And it's at a fair price. He just needs to get enough money to, I don't know, but he's not even hes not even hiking the rate. But I figure the guy wants to get out of here quick, it's going to be first come, first serve, right? And I got to tell you, I already know. Sumire knows. She knows. She knows. So you, you better go figure out. You better go get it. Like now. Like, I'll watch the cart. You go get you it. watch the cart. I've watched the cart before. Yeah, yeah, you've watched the cart before. I'm. You watch the cart. I'm gonna tell Zedra that she should come watch the cart. Okay, okay. I'll watch the cart till Zedra gets here. And then you'll look. You're looking. You're looking for a ship called the Warping. The what? The Warping. W a r p i n g. The Warping. I heard Warpig, but thank you. Warpig, what kind of a name of a ship is that? What kind of the name of a food cart is Queen of Salt and Sweetness? It's a name that somebody made uh, up. That's true, that's true. Okay, listen. I, I don't know where it is. Mm. So you better go head, head over to ship registry. You find out where it is. You get to that guy. You buy that stuff first before Samira gets it. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Tell me this. Huh. This is for sure my spice. Not, and she thumbs towards a shadier district of town, uh, not their spice. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not like that. Not like that. I mean, it's not like I was looking for that kind of spice and accidentally found your kind of spice, you know what I mean? I, I know what you mean, Quaza. Okay, okay, you know, good, good. I'm glad we're all on the same understanding. Look, I'm going to watch this cart. I'm going to help myself to a little snack as payment for watching the cart until Zeta gets here. And then, uh, you know... Well, we'll be good. We'll be good, right? You and me, we're good? We're good. We're good. Possibly better. Great. Now you go go. You go. Get, get moving. Get moving. She starts to take off her apron and, like, hang it on the cart, but then she's like, no, I'm not trusting him with my stuff. The 
the extra, <laughs> the, the the backup utilities, not utilities, um, the backup utensils are on the cart. Uh-huh. So she will leave him with, well, she'll do a quick, you know, this is this, this is this. Do not mix this and that. This is the coffee urn. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is the calf urn. This is the various juice flavored hydration urn. Don't mix those. Spare cups are on the bottom. <laughs> and be nice to my customers, Quaza. Everybody loves Quaza. Yes. Thanks for the tip. I'll see you uh, soon. All right. So since you're in home turf territory, um, I'm pretty much, and I know this is like one of those talents or special skills that exist, but I'm pretty much going to let you have like free reign that if you want to say that you know somebody and it seems reasonable that you know them, that you do. Cool, cool. So what's your uh, strategy here for trying to find the warping? As she walks away, excuse me, as she walks away, she actually stops and turns around and hanging on the side of the cart is her old um, cigarette girl style kind of tray. And and she Uh grabs that and puts a handful of like prepackaged drinks and snacks on there and she hustles toward the office. Okay, so like the the central control for the Bantha Bay landing platform? Yep. I imagine it's like a kind of like a control tower style of thing. You know, there's a central sure. building and then there's a, a a layer with all windows on every side so they can see around. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And she uh heads over, you know, to the front door. I'm it's sure there's probably extra security for all the chaos that's going on there, but it's a front door to an official building. She can probably get in at least the first layer without an issue. Sure. I mean, the, the door is open anyway, because the line's going out the door. <laughs> People try to have complaints and questions and that kind of thing. So you get in, you're fine. Yeah, she'll, she'll quick sell a couple of small items to the line moving up so that people don't try mm-hmm. to stop her. Because she doesn't look like mm-hmm. she's there on business. She looks like she's there on business. Uh-huh. So smiling, nod, and hit the, the door where the exasperated uh the, the exasperated guard is is standing there. And she'll kinda throw him a wink and a, a salute and stroll on in. Okay, so um what kind of person are you looking for? Someone that works like the control, like the docking control, someone who works security, someone Desk. who works receptionist style of thing, but someone who is not the not the front facing receptionist, but somebody mm-hmm. who is on the same tier or is an office runner, somebody that basically would have access to the access to the manifests or not the registration lists, not the whole like hyper detailed stuff that would be, you know, for your eyes only type stuff. Uh-huh. So, you know, a uh, step above intern, but not, you know, somebody that's going to be so important that they are already engaged in things. Got it. Okay. Um, so you're, you're passing through, you get by the front desk. You, there's a, there's like a, there's a Duros uh, arguing with the front clerk operator who is a uh, um a Shivastin and they were going back and forth having some kind of dis- discussion the Shivastin sees you like waves you back cuz you 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 go back there I'll all the time I'll do that thing where we'll I kind of heft the, the, the um 
the tray like I got I got the goods. Yep. Um he he stops his arguing long enough to just call back like Chris is here and then uh, <laughs> you go into the back. Um the couple of people like on the control tower um start yelling out drink orders and a uh 20-year-old young woman uh frantically runs around trying to memorize them all and and then runs around to all the control operators collecting handfuls of credits and rushes over to you and this is the person you're trying to see actually uh her name is fifi uh she was a friend of your older kids mm -hmm. through school you you and her mom were were good friends uh mom unfortunately passed so you kind of like try to keep an eye on her um and and so she's coming over with this like armful of credits and she's like i i uh, I can't remember all the drink orders. You remember the drink orders, don't you? I got your back, sweetie. Don't worry about it. Just okay. Here, I'll just I'll just take these and uh, you're doing the little the usual exchange. <laughs> I'm gonna pull like a, a pen off my that I've got clipped to my collar, and I'm gonna like make notes as to, to the the orders that I know. Like you know the the calf with cream goes to so and so. The the water that's uh -huh. half juice or something like I don't know, just weird stuff that she's been doing for years mm -hmm. and she'll mm -hmm. just kind of like write initials on them and I know so she wrote go ahead I know that he always wants his main order but I'm only working out of the the box today for oh reasons that I can't even go into Fifi this world is just insane but he will be happy with this and you can give him a, a, a partial refund and she kind of sticks a credit in a drink like not in the the actual liquid, but <laughs> like in the the sleeve. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, I'll be right back. She runs through the control center, hands all the drinks, um, and as usual, everyone seems pretty happy with it. Even the one guy who got the the different drink, he kind of looks at it and goes, eh, and just <laughs> keeps going. Like he's too busy right now. And so she comes back and you know, kind of wipes her forehead. Ah, oh, you came just in time. I think everybody was about to go through caffeine withdrawal. Do you need something, sweetie? I've I've got plenty more yet. Okay, not plenty more, but I have some. No, I'm okay. What about one of these? And she pulls up. We'll go with the, the space dust sparkle stick. And it's one of the sweet ones, but it's got like pink and blue. It looks like cotton candy speckles almost. Mm -hmm. She tries to like give her most like adult presentation of herself she stands up straight has a very you know composed look and then she but you hear a and then she takes it it's on the house you just facilitated a whole lot of business that made my day easier sweetie uh chris uh, i don't know how i'm gonna how much longer i can work this job well you haven't been here that long have you i know but this whole thing about all of this the Coruscant going to explode? Do you believe that? Is that is this is that real? Honey, I I could not tell you. I'm but a humble merchant. All I know is I'm trying to get my girl off to the folks so that she can get out of this this mess. And if you don't have somewhere else to go, you know you can go there. I know, but. I don't know if that's the right thing to do. Uh, whatever. This is not the time for it. I'm sure you got more important things to do. Hey, hey, you're part of the family. You, you don't worry about talking to me. 
I'm not going to tell anyone anything, and if you ever need help, I can help you. I know, I know. She she doesn't give her, like, a hug because, you know, there's that stupid tray in the way, but she does the arm squeeze. (laughs) You know, Stellara keeps telling me I should just join their ship. Hey, it's a good business. I mean, you're you're not going to be anywhere near home, but I don't know what would keep you here. And I know you, Lorik, would like to see you. Uh, I know. I don't know why I'm staying here either. It's not like there's really nothing here for me. I'm just afraid, I guess. My whole life's been not just in Coruscant, but like this block. How do I leave this? I haven't left this block, much less space? Other planets? Well, other planets might be calmer than this one. I think you've got a pretty good start on things. She finishes the, the hyperspace deluxe thing and gives you the stick back because she knows you like to recycle them. I have a little cup that I just pop it in. It's on my hip. <laughs> Can you do me a favor real quick, sweetie? Sure, anything. I'm looking for a ship. It's got an order on it. Um, oh, but I didn't bring the... the. I don't have the information on me. It's it's something like the war pig. Warp, warping. Warping? Warping. Warping. Oh, uh, sure. Let me just run a search. Give me one second. Just there. Tip, type, tip, type, tip, type. Warping? Like one word? I guess. I didn't actually see it written down. And you know me. I mean, there is. You said Warpig. There is actually a ship called the Warpig. I feel like that was memory trying to trick me because I worry that Warpig would be for war. But you can give me the information for both. And I can check them out. Well, there, there, there isn't a ship called the Warping anywhere on the, the registry. Not even on the nearby structures. Hmm. Warpig is the closest. It's like, but it's not here in in Bantha Bay. It's over at Blastoff Castle. Oh, Blastoff Castle. Uh. Oh, well. Is there anybody else I can think of that might have? better information than her or would this probably from what I've experienced of this location be an accurate response well the thing is that Blastoff Castle isn't that far mm-hmm. it's like one section over so it's not unreasonable that Quaza would have information about a ship over there it's not like it's on the other side of the planet or something okay. um, you're more inclined to believe Fifi's accurate searching than Quaza's memory. Let's just say that. I was that. wondering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she's gonna pull out one of the little pre-made drinks and another one of the Stardust Sparkles, hand uh-huh. them to her, give her another shoulder squeeze, and say, why don't you come by for dinner this week? Uh, okay. Yeah, for, for sure. I mean... It- I haven't seen Zedra in a while anyway. She, She's sick of my face. She will welcome a change. <laughs> How's she doing with astrocartography? Hmm. Hmm. That is why she's sick of my face. You were pretty okay at that, right? Could you... Well, I had top marks. That's why Stellara keeps wanting me to join this ship. Do you think you could maybe tutor her? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can take a look, see what she's doing wrong. Yes. I mean, because I'm going to be honest, I was even worse at it than she is, but do not tell her that. Your secret is safe with me. All right, I got to go see if this war pig's what I need. Okay, um, 
Good luck. Same to you, sweetie. Remember, you're good at what you do. You see, she gets a little teary-eyed, and then she forces herself to regain composure. Thank you. She rushes off. As are you, because you know you have to get over to the hover trams. Yep. Which interconnect the Bantha Bay landing structure and um, the, you know, the Blastoff castle. And you know this route pretty quick, pretty well. It's really not an issue for you um, to, to make it over there. Attention, attention. The trams between Bantha Bay and Blastoff Castle are currently out of operation. Oh, crap. We apologize for the inconvenience. I'll show you inconvenience. So now you already know that there's only two ways you're going to get there. First is you're either going to have to hire a taxi or call a ride chair, a, you know, a Coruscant Uber or whatever. Or you can hoof it across the aerial promenade, um, which is a big sky bridge that goes between the two sections. Traffic's like really um, bad, right? Um, I'm not going to make you roll for this. I think it's common knowledge. Traffic was already bad. But with all the people going places they're not supposed to be going, and people, especially to the spaceports, taxi, calling a taxi and a rideshare takes forever. Yeah. Like the wait time is just. Huge. Yeah, that was what I was suspecting. Um, can you roll me a vigilance, please, against uh, one purple? Against one purple. Real power. I don't think I have vigilance. I do! One purple. purple. <laughs> <laughs> Three advantage. Okay. Um, so with your advantages, you're thinking about the aerial promenade. Um, the only thing, the thing that com comes to mind immediately is that today is bizarre day. So it's going to be even more crowded than it already is. So it's going to be kind of a pain to get across. But you know what? It's probably your fastest bet. Do we have service tunnels? Huh. Do you know about service tunnels? Roll me some sort of knowledge check. Core worlds? It's is is Coruscant to Core World. It is. Um, I would take Core Worlds or Streetwise. Uh, let's roll Streetwise. Is it auto reset now? My roll is gone. Yeah, you have to click Save Pool if you don't want it. To. <laughs> I would say this is a two purple check. All right. I am rolling with streetwise. I'm wise of the streets. Ooh. Two success, two threat. Yes, there are. They are um, obviously secured, though, which is all what you know from the threats. Like, oh, yeah, they're locked, but they you know they are there. Are they locked or are they guarded? That you don't know. Mm. You'd have to go check it out. I think I will, because it's on the way. So if I'm going there, I might as well, you know, swing by and check it out. Make a few sales on the route. Lighten the load. Maybe get access to mm. a secret door. See if, see if there's some <laughs> Ugnaughts I can befriend. You know. Okay, usual. so... Um... Let's roll. How much? How much are you carrying, and how much do you want to sell of it? Well, I would say, I probably have like two layers of food and drink in the tray, and they're like I'm talking like juice boxes, not a mm -hmm. lot of space. And those little the treats are probably 
I would say somewhere like they're probably like squashed racquetball size. Mm-hmm. Not not full on fudge sickle size, but you know. So mm-hmm. I've probably got a layer of those that I almost exhausted with that and then another layer beneath it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sell a lot en route because it pays to have, you know, goods on hand when you arrive where you need to be. Mm-hmm. So spotty selling. I'm not going to make a concerted effort. I will acknowledge requests more than make, an, make a pitch. Got it. Okay. So you make your way down to the um, access tunnel for the maintenance tunnel for the um, the aerial promenade, which is, as I said, it's very bustling on the top, full of street merchants. You can hear the music and you hear all that kind of stuff. I'm going to flip this dark side point. And um, a couple of things that happen. Firstly, uh, no guards, which kind of makes sense as you think about it, because, you know, all these doors are just automated and keyed to key cards or whatever. So, like, the maintenance people will have access. Uh, no one's really spending any manpower to make sure people don't go into these access tunnels. Um, whether or not they should, who knows, but they don't. Um, and the thing you notice, though, is as you are descending stairs toward what, where you know there's an access tunnel, as you can see, there is somebody trying to pick the lock, and it is 100% Saburo. Uh, how much focus does he have dedicated to the lock right now? Um, a lot. Uh, she is going to slide up kind of quietly next to him and stick one of the treats kind of in his face and, and say, Okay. You uh, look like you could use a pick me up. Um, stealth? All right, that's not going to go well, but we'll try it. Uh, red and a purple. Ooh, no. No, actually, no, actually, just two purple. Okay. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense. One threat. I, uh, hit a puddle en route, so I don't get to be all cool and stealthy. Uh, he turns around in a panic. Ah! Oh, what? What are you doing here? Something tells me quite possibly the same thing as you, Saburo. Why are you not selling soup? Um, you told me not to? No. I never even told you not to sell soup next to me. You inferred it. Correctly. What? Okay. So you should be happy. Mm-hmm. What did you do um, with your mother's cart? I took it back. Does she know that? Um, I, I gotta go. <laughs> He's trying to walk past you. Saburo, sweetie. Uh, uh-huh. What's going on? Nothing. I'm just uh, trying to get across the bridge fast. Funny story. So am I. Are you any good with lockpicks or? Um, I don't know. I, I I was just trying. I mean, I like I read an article about it one time on how to do it, but I've never actually tried it before. Well, though I suspect our goals are the same and yet opposing. Would you like to try again? What? What do you What do you mean? We both want to get across the bridge, quickly. Right, right. So you want me to open it so we can both get across the bridge? I would like you to try. Otherwise, we're stuck going through the bazaar. Shortly after okay. lunchtime. Right. Okay. He looks at you. Looks at the lock. Looks at you. Is this a trick? Is this a trick? <laughs> 
No, sweetie, we've both done things we're not proud of. Uh, skulking in the shadows is not something to worry about. Unless you make it a habit. And she'll pull out two of the skewers and present them to him to try and use his lockpicks. Uh, okay. Um, uh, uh, so you're not gonna, like, call, call the cops on me or something once I do this? No, that is just tacky. Okay. So he turns to pick the lock. It's two green, one purple, and one blue for the skewers. Uh, failure, four advantages. So he's unable to get the lock open. He's trying his darndest, though, that kid. Um, you can see he's very passionate about trying to get in. But you can see he's also nervous. And as you said, he's never really done this before. Um, what shall we do with the advantages? So here? he can't pick the lock. But I'm thinking um, we notice I notice as he's, you know, frantically like click, 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 uh, that the whole kind of um, the body of the lock is mm -hmm. kind of not well maintained because nobody cares about this except the people that have to, you know, maintain the bridge and they're more worried about the bridge. Mm -hmm. So the whole body of it is kind of separating from the door and maybe with a little oomph, we can pop something in between and pop the lock body off and just open the door that way. Ah, brute force. But cleverly applied brute force. Got it. Okay, so we'll we'll take those and use them for some blues as you attempt to apply some brute force. Um so he's he's you explain the plan to him, he's kind of like, um, yeah, okay, I can do this, and he's pumping himself up. Like, <sighs> I mean, he's not he's not out of shape, but he's not like, you know, a warrior. He's not a total noodle arm. No, no. Um so he grabs it, he braces his foot against the uh, frame of the door. Well, first he braces it against the door, and you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, not on the door. Brace your foot over here. Um, So his brawn is only two. I'm going to say this is a two purple thing. I'm going to give two blues for the for the advantages. Um, How are you assisting in this procedure? Um. Moral support until he fails, and if he fails, I would like to take a crack at it. Okay, so here we go. Yes, he falls. <laughs> Screw you, boost like dice. He, he, yeah, blues did nothing. And he, he, his hand slips, he falls backwards onto his butt. Um, Whacks his head painfully oh, on the metal grating. He's like, ah. That's no good. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm fine. Why don't we try this a different way? And she pulls out um one of her tools that's for opening the 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 hot cart compartments without touching them. It's basically mm -hmm. part spatula, part pry bar. Mm -hmm. Um pry bar. Pry bar. <laughs> unintentional, but very much me. Uh she jams it down and she she levers at it. All right. So you get a blue for the pry bar. It's two purple. Right. Athletics. Yep. Oh, so many rude gestures. One advantage. Clunk. So the pry bar slips, flies into the air, whacks something on the ceiling. Uh, it's it's not budging. This this lock is not gonna go. All right, buddy. I guess we're out of luck. Hmm. One advantage. 
Do you have an idea, or I can pitch one for you? I would you? like you to pitch one, because I can't think of anything that's just an advantage worth. Okay, just an advantage worth is that you see uh, Saburo is making a break for it. He's running. Oh, buddy. <laughs> he's heading up the stairs. Looks like he's going to try to hoof it through the uh, bazaar. Very well. Um, hmm. Remember, you know a lot of people, so if you want to call somebody. I'm, I'm going to let him fight the crowd. I, on the other hand, would like to gather my tool uh, and walk with purpose without running up to the bazaar, kind of scope things out and see if there's like a rickshaw kind of guy. Mm. Okay, so you make your way back up there. And the first thing, you, of course, you look for is the fact that uh, Saburo is running through his bazaar as fast as he can, doing his best impression of Aladdin. Now, let's see how well he can actually do how, this. How Aladdin he is. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to say, so this is a risk roll. Um, his his uh, brawn, his athletic skill here is only two. He's got two green. Incidentally, what I've decided um, is that him being a 16 slash 17 year old boy has no skills. So everything is just a straight roll for him. I mean, he hasn't learned any skills. He does have a couple of talents and abilities. Okay. But he has those skills. And so all of his roles are kind of straightforward. Um, so he's got two green. I think he's going to try to go as fast as he feels like he can, which I think would be probably about two purples worth. There's obviously going to be a black because of all the people in the area. Can I also, um, not that I want anything bad to happen to this young man, obviously. Uh, can I also pitch a black because there's a youth running in a populated and business-filled area, which is relatively suspicious. Yeah, Peru. So it's a two green, two purple, two black. Uh, oh Bar my stools. goodness, a success advantage. So, Why? Um, Why, Sky Jedi? Why do you plague me so? <laughs> uh, surprisingly, does a flip over a cabbage cart, slides under, you know, um, a lady selling jewelry. Oh, that's like, right. He was in Blitzball. Some physical training. <laughs> Probably not daily, though. Okay, so uh, perception, please. Oh, Two purple and a black to find your rickshaw, buddy. Success and threat. Okay, uh, there is a rickshaw, buddy. It's one of those droid ones from... What movie was that? Was that... Um, was that Phantom Menace? You 100% know you're asking the wrong person. Yeah, and, well, I don't know. One of the ones where the droid okay. pulls it. it. It's sitting there. There he is, droid buddy. Is there an overt thing to cover that threat? Nope. Uh, but. Okay. I will check part of my, um collection of goodies like i said it it does include things for non-humanoids also i would say potentially non-biologics so i do have a potential treat to offer the droid i will walk over and say excuse me are you currently engaged no i'm not 
Can I offer you some business then? Huh? Oh, you meant... Oh, I thought you meant engaged. Oh. Like, I'm sorry. My, my girlfriend just broke up with me. Oh, that's no good. Do you know why? Yeah, because... I'm not a very good person. <laughs> oh, well, I, I can't really help you with that. Unless you want to maybe help me with something and earn A, some self-respect. B, some uh, steps in the right direction to be toward being a better being. And C, this nice little jar of oil. Plus whatever the regular charge is. Oh, right. If I actually did my job... That's a big change. Maybe she would think... Yeah, instead of just sitting here and making up excuses for not pulling people around. It's a step in the right direction. Technically, it's a step in a very specific direction because I'm trying to follow that young man who seems intent on evading me. Oh. Well, okay. Yeah, let's let's do it. Uh, it'll be kind of slow. There's a lot of people on the... On the promenade right now. And my programming prevents me from doing anything that might harm them. What if your programming would prevent harm to that young man? Would that enable you to go a little faster? Is he in danger? He will be. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, part of the reason she broke up with me is she says I have to stop circumventing my programming. But for the greater good, that young man is headed for a shipment of spice, and I cannot let him fall into that lifestyle. <laughs> oh, so, circumventing my programming to help others is okay. Hmm. Uh, roll something. Charm? Is it a charm or is it a deception? She's I mean, I guess encouraging he him to be a better being. I guess you technically didn't lie. <laughs> All right, we'll take the charm. It'll be uh, two purple. Just gonna check my talents. Uh, I don't feel like paying money for that. We'll see if I live to regret that choice. <laughs> yes. Ooh. That is three success <laughs> and two advantage. I hand him the oil. I climb into the cart and I thank him for his prompt he service. He pops up at the, the top of the can, drinks it down, and goes, Hot Rod Ronnie's back, baby! And he starts pulling you up probably too fast <laughs> through, through across the thing. Um, but he's making good time, and he is very quickly gaining on uh, Sabado, who, uh, again, continuing to astound and amaze with his parkour abilities. I mean, I didn't know he had it in him. Honestly, I didn't know he had anything but, like, jelly. He always seems so timid around me. I wonder why. Seems like a nice enough kid. I wish he could just, you know, look me in the eye without shaking like I was going to murder him. <laughs> you do have sort of a presence about you, ma'am. Oh, I like to think that I use it for the betterment of my surroundings. Hey, you're helping me out, so I agree. Woo! Hey, move it! Get out of the way! <laughs> Leave it to Leslie to make a one hour, one shot go to 
two hours, but I mean, come on, I'm not gonna say no to Leslie, am I? This is like peak Leslie, I have to say too. Like, she was born to play the matronly Studio Ghibli character. This is one of my favorite characters, one of my favorite performances that she's ever done. I haven't even told her that. She's hearing it right now, it's so good, so. I'm, I'm happy about this. So there will be part two of this episode um, coming up soon where we can see the conclusion. You know, is she going to get that blue paprika? Is uh, Saburo going to ask that girl out on a date? Who knows? So we're just going to have to see how this plays out. Um, in the meantime, though, you can still find us at all the usual places. Twitter at Ingdaydreams and at Solzio Chris. I don't check it a whole lot anymore, but you can still send a message if you want. Um, email, of course, soulzeropodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out if you join the Discord. It's just a dollar a month at patreon.com slash soulzero. That's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. And of course, you can get updates on stuff at soulzero.com. Um, oh, and twitch.tv slash ingdaydreams. Uh, you know, we've got... I've got a crazy idea for a stream theme coming up, and I also, of course, uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is releasing next month, and I will probably be streaming that because, oh my goodness, I love Breath of the Wild, so... It'll be an excuse to play it without my children. How about that, huh? Um, okay, that does it for me for now. Hope you're all doing well. Until next time, may the Force be with you. End of episode!